Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Thursday. A lot of fun with Chris Berman last hour. Also, we talked to Andrew Brandt, former front office executive for the Green Bay Packers, and he is the buzzkill. That's his new nickname. He uh, also writes for the Monday Morning Quarterback, and he said that he was guaranteeing Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson will not be traded said he doesn't see how it's possible, and he's willing to take a, uh, a shower of Wisconsin cheese that he would pour on his head. And uh, I thought that was interesting because we are in the uh, wishful reporting mode here when it comes to Deshaun Watson and or Carson Wentz. You want movement. You want change. You want something to talk about. And we're so far down the rabbit hole talking about where Deshaun Watson's going. Not if, but when he's going to be traded, where he'll be traded. Different scenarios. What would it take? But it'll be difficult to pull off. And I wonder if you're the Texans and you truly want to keep Deshaun Watson, you want to keep him happy, keep him in Houston, then you'll hire the uh, coach that he wants, Eric Bieniemy, Because then it feels like, okay, we gave you what you wanted. Is this enough to keep you in Houston? And if not, he has a no-trade clause. He can tell you that he doesn't want to go to the Jets or doesn't want to go to the Falcons or he wants to go to the Dolphins. But um, it'll be difficult, I think, because I don't know what you trade for uh, Deshaun Watson. I'm guessing you're probably going to have to give up at least four first-round picks. I'm guessing that's where you start. And I started to wonder, it might be worth it. If you're the Jets... And you've been looking for a franchise quarterback for decades. There he is. If you're the Dolphins, are you a quarterback away, a great quarterback away from challenging for that division? And if you start to look at your last four draft picks, 
would you trade those four draft picks for Deshaun Watson? And Miami's a good young team. The Jets can be a good young team. Uh, Atlanta, if you get rid of Matt Ryan and or Julio Jones, or do you keep Julio Jones? Uh, you know, so there's a lot of different scenarios thrown in there. But I, I don't know if you don't look at this as a rebuild. Like Houston is a rebuild. If you bring in Deshaun Watson, you want to bring somebody in as a franchise quarterback, established himself, and he's ready to go. He's ready to win now. And we haven't seen this, I don't think. I'm trying to think the last time we had a quarterback of this magnitude who was traded. I mean, Jay Cutler was a big deal when he was traded, but he's nowhere near Deshaun Watson and that value. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa easy. <laughs> but, but you start to look at what we do to get in a position to draft a quarterback because you think he's a franchise quarterback. We haven't had a situation where this is a, a young quarterback who's already getting paid, and he's a franchise quarterback. And Jay Cutler at the time when he got traded was 25, and, and, and this is 2008, so he's 25, just came off a Pro Bowl year, and then he got traded. I mean, you can say that's sort of close, but Deshaun Watson is considered one of the top, what, seven, six, five quarterbacks in the NFL right now, I'm guessing, as we move, maybe higher than that. Yes, McLevin. Would you say that that's a fair? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're going to need like a Carson Wentz package for, and then some. Like, Jay Keller was probably like one first rounder. You're going to need, you like you said, four. At least four. And yeah. then you wonder if your team is going to look at this and say, well, it's worth it. Then there's also, with the Texans, with the, uh, the, the dead cap money, and that's the same thing with Carson Wentz. I don't know what Carson Wentz cost you. Like, if I'm the Colts, I'd say, I'll give you a, a third-round pick. We'll take him off your hands. We'll give you a third-round pick. Because you're going to have that, you know, salary cap hit as well. Yeah, McLovin. If not Carson Wentz, then what in Indianapolis? Have you gotten uh, to do your homework yet on that? I know it's only been a day since Philip Rivers retired, but. I would be really curious about the value of Matthew Stafford. I don't know if Dan Campbell just took over is going to come in and say, you know what? Let's start over. And can you get something? What do you get something from Matthew Stafford? What What is the value there? That's a plug-and-play, and now all of a sudden you have a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Not that you didn't have it with Phillip Rivers, but Matthew Stafford would be an upgrade. Yeah, Paul. Just to give you an idea, I know it's not a great comparison, but the uh, when um, the trade for Jay Cutler, the Broncos received two first-round draft picks, a third-round draft pick, and Kyle Orton. And that was for Jay Cutler, who was hmm. not considered as highly as a Watson is now. Phone calls are welcome. I'll get to those in a moment. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, say good morning to Peacock. That's our TV partner. You can download the app, watch for free all three hours. And uh, our great radio affiliates, the Fox Sports Radio lineup. Uh, we're close to 400 cities around America. Uh, Derek in Virginia joins us. Hey, Derek, what's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Hey, bud. Hey, you were kind enough to have me on again uh, a month or two ago, and I unprompted gave my story about how I became a Bills fan. And your response was that you didn't think anyone in the audience was interested about looking for info about how Derek became a Bills fan. But then you just asked Chris Berman how he became a Bills fan, and you got 10 minutes of solid content. You're killing me, Smalls. Go Bills. Derek, Chris Berman is just a little more popular than you. They might care about how he became a Bills fan and has been one for 40 years. 
Absolutely. Okay, that's all. But that 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 was my question. What was your question, Derek? Um, well, my my question was is that did you use my uh, question? <laughs> no, to no, 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 no. I'm sorry, Derek. I did not think of you when I was talking. I think of you a lot, but I did not think of you when I was talking to Chris Berman. <laughs> Yeah. I'm slightly more curious, though, now to know how Derek became a Bills fan, because it's got to be a fascinating story. All right. Can we get him back on the horn? No, tomorrow. I can't take too much of Derek today. I can't. But if Derek wants to call in tomorrow and uh, and in great detail, let us know how you became a Buffalo Bills yeah, fan. Yeah, paint the picture, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Paul. For some reason, I think Derek <laughs> has a lot of free time on weekdays to call places. Yeah. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's... We, we don't want to profile here. No. We, we love our audience, and if you're able to call in or you're able to watch, we appreciate that. Yes, McLovin? Yeah, I'm with Derek. He had a valid case, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> he, you're right. You know what? Maybe that should be the poll question. Does, I get the sense that Derek actually does this kind of thing throughout his whole day, where he's like, uh, you know, organic bananas? What is the... <laughs> everything is like, uh, something's going on here. What is with the bananas? Four boxes from the Amazon guy. What's going on? Who's going to break down all this cardboard? <laughs> What's going to happen with the recycling? <sighs> Derek, if you want to call in tomorrow and let us know how you became a Buffalo Bills fan. I think he just got booked on the 1215 podcast, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Rich Eisen just booked him. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah he did. Damn it. Yeah, Eisen just He's booked him. He's going to scoop us. Yep, he is. Ratings gold. So we leave the show today with the obvious uh, Derek in Virginia. Derek, how did you become a Bills fan? I was just wondering. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> how did you become a uh, Bills fan? Oh, that was always one of my favorites. <laughs> We would do something on our show, and then you'd have a host who would then follow up and go, you know, I was just wondering about this, even though we already knew what the answer was from our show. It's like I, the most random topic, yeah. too. That, like, there's no way you were just wondering that. I was just wondering. And, Dan, I'm looking at you. We both have the same name in our head and the same interview in our head. Yeah. Same for the last show. Yep, the last show. Karen in Louisiana. Hi, Karen. Hi, dear. Um, I was just thinking what your opinion was. I, I saw on Yahoo this morning who the Hall of Fame and the baseball, you know, they were going for. And, you know, it's going to be a uh, Clement, Sosa, um, I can't remember who all of them work. <laughs> but um, it, and then they have an if beside Clement's name because of his political opinion. Oh, no, you're, you're talking about uh, Kurt Schilling, I think, uh, uh, Karen. Right, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, I'm talking about Kurt Schilling. And, you know, I don't have no political opinion, if you want to know these days. But, Karen, Karen you know, how, how long have you been a Buffalo Bills fan, Karen? I'm not a Buffalo oh, Bills fan. Oh, you're not? I'm okay. A oh, okay. I'm a Saints fan. Well, how long? I live in Louisiana. How long? How did you become a Saints fan, Karen? I've been here all my life, but I, I like him through the Phillies. I, I liked him, you know, when his, you know, the, when he got cut on his ankle and he played and he won, you know, the World Series and the whole nine yards. You know. uh, all right. Well, thank but, you, Karen. I appreciate that. Just, uh, I'm not quite sure what Karen was bringing up with the baseball. caught her off guard a little bit. She didn't think that you were going to get to her, and then she just came up randomly with a question on the fly there. Why? I didn't. What what is the baseball? What am I missing here, McLovin? What? Well, I th it was confusing. She what, she mentioned Roger Clemens, head coach, Chile. But I do have a Hall of Fame question. <laughs> but it's, 
Can Antonio Gates get into the Hall of Fame even though he was caught doing steroids and suspended? Because I was thinking about this with Philip Rivers. In the NFL, why is that fine? And then we can't let in Barry Bonds. It's a different sport. How can it be a different sport, though? It should be the same principle. Listen to me talking like no, this. No, no, no. We, we, we hold these baseball records. They're, they're so sacred to us. And then when you violate our trust and then you cheat to uh, achieve and surpass these goals, then we, we take it personally. Nobody's taking anything that Antonio Gates did and went, oh, man, he cheated the game. I don't blame him for using HGH or steroids to play in the NFL. I get it. Like, they're gladiators. Go out there. Like, they, they, they know they're not going to play long. They may die young. That, that's what they've chosen there. Baseball, it's America's pastime. You can't do that to the game. You're cheating the game. You know, Hank Aaron, you can't do that to Hank Aaron. You can't do that to Roger Maris. And I mean, I get it, but it's, it's different voting criteria or different audience there when it comes to baseball as opposed to the NFL. I don't know. Yeah, McClellan. And what about Kurt Schilling and Bloody Sock, by the way? I saw Seaton oh, Bristle on that. Yeah. Ketchup going to get you in the Hall of Fame? No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't see how. I mean, Schilling is so close, but I, I don't know how these voters. Do you factor in who these people are? Like, you're not supposed to, but but it's unless you violate something in the game of baseball, then you factor in who this person is. I guess you just look at the numbers and, you know, compare that to those greats of your generation. I guess. I don't know anymore. You know, and, and I always say, no, but you shouldn't care about what I think about the Baseball Hall of Fame with Bonds and Clemens. It's your Baseball Hall of Fame as fans. Who do you, do you care if they're in there? Do you want them in there? Uh, it, do you put something on their plaque uh, that had to do with the good and the bad? Like, it's up to you. Because... Do I want Bonds and Clemens in the Hall of Fame? I don't think they're Hall of Famers. They put up unbelievable numbers, showing what great players or potentially great players can do when they're cheating. It's like Lance Armstrong. They all cheat. Lance cheated, and then he wins uh, you know, seven Tour de France's there. But when we say, well, Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he cheated. Okay, but he cheated. Um Kurt Schilling wasn't a cheater. His political views, I do not align with at all. But I would put him in the Hall of Fame because of what I saw as a baseball player. And I, I just, I, you know, that's how I view it. 11-2 and two in the postseason. He was a money pitcher for three different franchises. You know, World Series MVP, what he did with the Red Sox, the Diamondbacks, even the Phillies. He was a, he was a number one guy there. If you don't want to vote him in, don't vote him in. Like it doesn't change my life or my day or if I went to the Baseball Hall of Fame and he wasn't there. Like Pete Rose isn't in there. And if you say what Pete did as a manager, you're not going to let him hold a job. Did he cheat as a baseball player? That's what I'd want to know. Did he gamble as a baseball player? And if he did, then don't have him in the Hall of Fame. And do I think he gambled as a, a baseball player? Yes, I do. I don't think it started when he became a manager. But I, like we go back and forth on these topics, it feels like every single year. You want to put Bonds and Clemens in? Go ahead. Roger Clemens was not going to the Hall of Fame. The Red Sox got rid of him. He went to Toronto. And then all of a sudden, found the fountain of youth. And he became a Hall of Famer. 
Bonds was a wonderful player, five-tool player. And then he decided that he was not going to let Bonds or uh, McGuire and Sosa get all the headlines. And he decided, oh, you want to see what you can do when you're on steroids? (laughs) Watch. And we watched and we saw. But put him in. Go ahead. How did she get me on this topic? Nice work, by her. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Dan Patrick Show newsletter available at uh, 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, and you can sign up. Very easy. Go to danpatrick.com, enter your email address in the box that slides out in the bottom right-hand corner, and you'll get a recap of the show. Um, Let's uh, go with Anthony in uh, Florida. Hi, Anthony. How's it it going, Dan? Great, Anthony. I thought I'm the one that had the bet with Todd, and I appreciate Todd being a good sport about getting a pie to the face. I appreciate that. That was Good of him, even though I, could, I didn't know it'd take him ten minutes to open a can up. But okay, that you know. was uh, you're a Washington fan. Yes, I, became, I, I, I was curious. I figured y'all might want to know. I live here in the Panhandle of Florida. How I became a Washington fan. My dad is from D.C. Uh, I'm a Notre Dame fan too. So he liked Joe Theismann. Joe Theismann went to Washington, so that's how I became a Washington football fan. Well, thank you, Anthony. Appreciate that. Uh, Ryan in Honolulu. Hey, Ryan. Good to have you back. Aloha, Dan. Uh, aloha, Ryan. And um, I just wanted to piggyback off Derek in Virginia um, because Chris Weber yesterday said that his second team was the Browns uh, because he, they came back in as the expansion team in 99. And that's how he started following them. That's also how I started following them. And you never, uh, in all our phone calls, have ever asked me why I'm a Browns fan. Well, thank you for telling me how you became a Browns fan, Ryan. Or did he just tell me? Oh, I just missed the opportunity to ask Ryan how he became a Cleveland Browns fan. You know what? Next year, next season, call in, Ryan. Tell me how he became a Browns fan. What happened here? I thought we were moving, you know, we were we were going at a pretty good pace. Got here. a little choppy. The Al McPherson segment crushed early. But that was first segment of the show. I know. And then I thought we kind of righted the ship, and then we were good. And then, you know, Berman, good appearance there. Got Ian Eagle coming up. He called the Nets game with the Cavs. Don't blame it on me. I had a couple people who tweeted who said, you did Chris Berman back to Chris Berman? I go, yes. I used to do that all the time to him. Whenever I'd see him in the hallway at the mothership, I'd be like, in the hallway. <laughs> yes. And and he, he he would do it back to me. I don't know if I really spoke to Chris a lot, but I would see him and and I would go, and then he would go, and you? And then that'd be it. That'd be it. Thinking back on it now. Hey, let me take a break. Uh, Ian Eagle, who was on the call last night. Ian Eagle better be good. Uh, tell Ian, bring some stories, make up some stops. Put us back on track. <laughs> yeah, got to get back on track. Now I'm going to have all these people calling in to tell me how they became fans of their favorite teams. Take a break. 19 after the hour. This is the Dead Patrick Show. Uh, Mercedes-Benz, the uh, Sprinter van, you can win that. They also have the versatile Mercedes-Benz Metris, each tailored to match your work or play lifestyle. They have options like blind uh, uh, spot assist, <laughs> blind spot assist, three, two, one, blind spot assist, active lane keeping assist, and uh, the MBUX voice command technology for directions, weather forecast, comfort control, and more. You can win your very own 
upfitted, tricked-out Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, Fox Sports Radio's ultimate tailgate rig sweepstakes. Head to foxsportsradio.com or, better yet, danpatrick.com. Enter, get official rules for a chance to win a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van equipped with TVs and a wood pellet grill. Got a great sound system in there as well. You're ready to go on the road with that. Get all the information, entry details at foxsportsradio.com or danpatrick.com. Sweepstakes end January 24th. Some equipment described is optional. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Still no updates on Patrick Mahomes. It's kind of weird, though, the message that we were hearing from Andy Reid that he's in concussion protocol, but then he talked about if he can't run, then he's not going to play, which has nothing to do about the concussion protocol. It has to do with an injured toe, but I'm assuming that he's uh, going to play. Here is Andy Reid on uh, Patrick Mahomes in protocol. He's in the protocol, so they, there's only certain things he can do on a limited basis, but today is a little bit limited practice, so he this fit right into what he could do. But he took all the snaps, and he feels good. So, I mean, we're just going to follow this protocol. The infamous protocol. He doesn't have a concussion, at least that's what I'm told, but he's in concussion protocol, and he does have an injured toe. But that has nothing to do with protocol. It'd be a shocker if he didn't play. Uh, Ian Egan will be on the call. He's got the uh, AFC title game. Westwood won. Busy guy. He was uh, the uh, yet, uh, yes, yes, Nets play-by-play voice last night, of course, all season long, as he got a chance to see the Nets and the Cavs. I guess the Nets fully assembled with uh, Kyrie back. You want to start with football? Or you want to start with the game last night, Ian? Hey, uh, Dan, before we start, could I just tell you how I became a New York Arrows fan? Yes. Yes. I've Indoor been soccer league. Yeah became such a huge part of my life. Steve Jungle was an icon, yeah. and I just couldn't get enough of it. I consumed it every day, 24-7, and it, it lives with me today. That's all I wanted to know, Ian. Uh, I, I wish Great chatting with you. Yeah, I wish you well. <laughs> all the best. This was like a quasi-human moment that we just had. Thank you. <laughs> Are you preparing for both quarterbacks? You know, So as a play-by-play guy, you know, we hear yeah. defense has got to prepare for both quarterbacks. Are you prepared for Chad Henney and Patrick Mahomes this weekend? Dan, this is, this is why you're the best interviewer in the business. <laughs> Nobody has ever asked me, are you prepared for Chad Henney? Do you have your call straight? Anything can happen. Let's go. Get the ad-libs moving. I'm, I'm ready either way. I feel very comfortable uh, that, that I can handle it if, if it is Henney. I'll make the adjustment, Dan. You're a pro. You're a pro's pro. <laughs> You're a pro's pro. But when you prepare for these games, uh, how important is it that you, you know, you get the access to these players or these coaches? And, and you know, by doing this remotely, yeah. trying to get access, how difficult is that? That's probably been the strangest part of the season, the lack of interaction, not just with players and coaches that we're accustomed to doing the network games, but each other. We did not have one production meeting in person. Everything was done virtually. And you make the most of that when you can, and you do have people's attention. You also see people in some rather strange setups, uh, I must admit, that, that throws you a bit when you get a little deeper inside, like me for right now. I'm I'm not where you think I am. You know, I I have to do what I have to do. I uh, I get a rental in Wyoming, and this is this is what we're doing for the season. Uh, and you but, don't have pants on. <laughs> I don't. 
I don't. But no, you nailed it. The <laughs> the access or lack thereof. Yes, uh, there's definitely a part of the broadcast that suffered because of it, but you find other ways. And even on these Zoom calls, you you figure out a way to connect with a player and and find something that's a little different that might create a unique answer that you can use on the air. But we we did not go to one facility the entire season. And our schedule was very strict. Get to the city, test, wait for your test result in your room until you get it. And then, uh, even then, very limited access to to other people. What's on the bookshelf back there? Hey, <laughs> this uh, this is my wife's office. I have no idea. Well, you got bobbleheads there. You got a basket. Yes. Hold on, hold on. I have a a dress designer, Dave. <laughs> what what do we got going here? Dan wants to know. <laughs> I'll figure it out later. Okay. I don't. I'm just curious. You don't even know what's behind you. <laughs> I don't. No. Sad. He's uh, Ian Eagle, or Ian Eagle, the uh, Yes Network uh, play-by-play voice for the uh, – the, you've been called that, haven't you, before? Oh, very much. I've been called Ian Eagle. I've been called <laughs> Ian Iagle. I've been called Iron Eagle. I've been called Jan Eagle. Uh, I've been called many things that I can't even say on, on your family-friendly show. At what point uh, last night did you realize that uh, the Nets might be in trouble against the pesky Cavaliers? Uh, when Colin Sexton had a out-of-body experience. Well, didn't you say Colin Sexton is not human? Yes, and, and, and I want to make sure everybody understands. That's Technically not- incorrect. That, that is not a criticism. <laughs> that is applauded. I'm saying that he's gone beyond what we thought was humanly capable. So I hope he takes that as a positive. That's, that's what it was meant as. Yeah, they, they ran out of gas, uh, clearly. Obviously, Sexton hits a three at, at the end of regulation. Uh, the Nets can't convert. There's a foul call that gets overturned, but a jump ball knocked to the backcourt. They go to overtime. Sexton starts to heat up. And then, as we saw, uh, he took over in the second OT. It's one game. We all want instant gratification, as we know in life. People love instant coffee and instant dating. Uh, This is going to take a little bit of time for for things to gel and mesh. But, boy, is it going to be entertaining and fun along the way. Do you have answers? Do you care about answers from Kyrie Irving? Yeah, I think the the concern for me would be – if he's garnering joy from this, uh, that, that to me is, is the real question. Uh, he didn't show a whole lot of emotion in the game. And look, I'm not going to play psychiatrist. I can only see what I see. I'm not even at the game. You know, let's, let's face facts. I'm watching it from a screen at Barkley Center when the game is in Cleveland. So you want to talk about lacking nuance. You're getting no nuance. You can only see what they show you. But what I could gather was the first time he really emoted was when that offensive foul was called on him. And then you saw some of the facial expressions. Uh, He's definitely going through some stuff right now. And the biggest key is that he gets through that. And from a team standpoint, they need someone that is fully committed and all in. And if there's some things happening in his private life that are affecting that, then uh, he's going to have to take care of that before the team can really turn the page and focus on winning a championship. When you do play-by-play, how much of it is focused on the monitor as opposed to watching the game itself? Yeah, NFL, uh, I've 
probably lean more towards the monitor over the last couple of years than I had in previous years, uh, trying to make sure that I'm talking to pictures. So I would say it's in that 50-50 range for NFL. For NBA, I I was normally, under normal circumstances, I was 70-30 live action, 30 off the monitor. And right now we're 100%, basically. Even the home games, because you're high up, I find myself cheating towards the monitor more than I ever did when I was courtside, just to make sure that my eyes are matching what I think I'm seeing on the court. Uh, it's, it's definitely been an adjustment. Look, nobody at home probably cares, and nor should they. It's the play-by-play person's challenge, and you've got to figure it out in your own way. Have you ever stopped talking while just watching a play? Like you almost forget that you're supposed to be calling the play that you're watching. Yeah, I would say now more than ever, that part actually creeps into your head because you're not there. There's the moment of detachment that you feel that, man, I'm just watching this like everybody else, but you have to call it. I've been pretty fortunate that I've maintained the, the running commentary, but there have been a few moments where my normal muscle memory is not kicked in of what I'm seeing, synthesizing the information and spitting it out. I would say this year, Dan, in, in even a, a truncated season, I probably made two or three mistakes on identification. And I went through maybe a 10-year stretch where I made zero mistakes on identification, just based on your brain taking in the information, processing it, thinking you saw something, and then questioning for a moment if you did. How much do you follow social media after a game you've done? I do have a burner account. I'll, <laughs> I'll be the first to admit that. Uh, it's uh, Todd Fritz 11. <laughs> if you want to follow me on Twitter, <laughs> uh, I, I follow a little bit. I definitely have people that send me things. So I, I know what's happening. I'm aware of what's being talked about. Well, last so time I, you got roughed up. Oh man. Uh, NFL games. I would say I, I take a day off after the game. I just learned probably two years ago that that would maintain my sanity. I I must say I don't get it as bad as others. So I'm certainly not in a position to complain. Uh, I, I try to bring across a affable quality, Dan. Of course that resonates. It is evident right now. Oh, (laughs) I'm saying, please don't Twitter world. Don't. Don't kill me. Who's the play-by-play voice that you want to fight? <laughs> right now? Yeah. Just if I had to take on one play-by-play voice right now? Yeah. Woo! Oh, that's a great Could one. you take Joe Buck? You know, uh, Joe, Joe's obviously bigger than me. Um, I, think, I think I could surprise Joe in the lower extremity areas that he may not be anticipating <laughs> that I would attack. <laughs> Eagle wants a piece of Joe Buck. (laughs) 
Yes. Below the waist. Below the waist. <laughs> <laughs> All below the waist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lay off the moneymaker, Joe. Stay away from the face. Uh, what advice did you give your son when he did the NFL game on Nickelodeon? Uh, I, I did not want to inundate him, so I just gave him three pieces of advice that I thought could help him in the broadcast. One, I said, you, you have to have command. When this game goes on the air, people have to realize that this is unique, this is different, and it's going to start with you. It's going to emanate from you. If you set the tone early, then people will get it. Two, you have to be a really good point guard, a traffic cop, get everybody involved. If you sense that somebody isn't getting a touch, get them a touch. And then three, you must have fun. The whole point of the broadcast is to have fun. And if that's not coming across on the air, if you guys aren't laughing, if you're not enjoying each other's company, then this thing is not going to work. And uh, he he checked every box. I was really, really impressed with how he handled himself. He did a great job. And, uh, you know, I thought that uh, Nate Burleson did a wonderful job as oh, well. Just He's a star. Yeah. He is a true television superstar. Yeah. Well, it's great to talk to you. And uh, you too. Good luck. Now, you don't – do you get to go to Kansas City or are you staying at home for the game? No, Kansas City, I do travel. Oh, you for, do? Okay. So I will be in Kansas City. And uh, I should mention in the NFL, I did travel the entire season. And that was odd. Like airports are empty for the most part. TSA, you're getting through, for me, sometimes 45 seconds. And people have been very respectful of other people's space. Normally, it was the herd mentality when they did the boarding process. Now people lay back and wait. So... It's been nice. It's been a nice change. Yeah, I wasn't going to uh, listen to the game or watch the game, but now that I've spoken no. to you, I'm going to uh, I'm going to listen <laughs> yes. to. I'm going to stay in my car and yes. listen to Westwood One, and I'm not going to watch it. This is why we do the the interviews. I want the, you to uh, create, promotion. I want you to paint the picture for me. I am. I am going to paint the word picture, and the whole time I'm going to be thinking about fighting Joe Buck and his lower extremities. Are you doing the, the Super lower Bowl extremities. because if you're not doing the Super Bowl then I'm not going to be I'm not going to be watching. I will be at the Super Bowl. I will be in a secondary host role and I will also be in a Jose Okendo type setup. <laughs> Wait, how did Jose Okendo? That's a deep reference here. Deep reference. Uh, I have to be ready for a number of roles oh, based okay. on First what's one, needed utility. in the situation. You, you, are you an understudy to Jim Nance at the Super Bowl? Oh, were you a Seinfeld viewer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Bette Midler's Bette understudy, Midler. yeah. it didn't go that way. Rochelle so, Rochelle? Rochelle Rochelle. I, I didn't I didn't want to I don't want to say that it's it's comparative to that, but it it might be so. I don't want to confirm that, but I'm certainly not going to deny it. And Nance knows your name, right? I think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if Nance no-shows, you are calling the Super Bowl. hey <laughs> uh, We're counting on you this weekend. But wait, are you doing the Nets game on Friday? I am. Against the Cavaliers? I am. Oh, my God. Colin Sexton is not human. Hold on. Let me write that down. Okay. That's good. <laughs> I should use that. <laughs> Thank you, bud. See you, Dan. That's uh, Ian Eagle or Ian Eagle, the uh, Nets play-by-play voice. Also does uh, NFL on CBS and Westwood One. Got a lot of jobs.
I remember listening to Ian. He would do the Nets games with Mike Fratello, and it felt like they were just having a conversation and there was a basketball game going on years ago because the team wasn't very good. And it just felt like those guys were having a conversation and there happened to be a basketball game going on. By the way, the Grizzlies' next three games have been postponed. The NBA's Ugh. health and safety protocols. What do we do now? You know, I love me some Memphis Grizzlies. I think all the Wizards games are canceled this season. Yeah, <laughs> the entire season. Former Summer League champ. Yeah, Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Never forget. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... Didn't we make a shirt when the Grizzlies Yeah, yeah it's right out the hallway. Uh, we did. Yeah, go down the hallway. <laughs> We're some snarky people. Well, man. no, I said, you know what? Do you make up a T-shirt when you win the Summer League? And I said, a title's a title. we got to make up a shirt. Memphis Grizzlies Summer League champs. Those are the only T-shirts, apparently, that were uh, made. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, those stories for our final show. Uh, Fritzy checked in with, uh, who uh, is covering the Kansas City Chiefs you checked in with, Todd? Uh, it was Blair Kirkhoff of the Kansas City Star who says uh, gates open in about an hour for uh, media to get in there and see what's going on. But if Mahomes is out there, feels uh, strongly that uh, Mahomes would be playing Sunday. Yeah. Once again, I only know what I was told, and that's somebody who works with uh, uh, NFL, and they said that they were under the impression that Mahomes does not have a concussion, but he still was in concussion protocol, but he does have an injury to his toe. I don't know the severity of that because it feels like we've been talking more about the concussion than the injured toe. I thought Bruce Arians had an interesting comment. He was asked about thinking about the Super Bowl. Here's the uh, Buccaneers head coach. Yeah, we don't play that game this week. That's the message to everybody. We play the Packers in the NFC Championship game. You start thinking about the Super Bowl, get your ass beat and be packing your bags on Monday. <laughs> I've enjoyed talking to Arians this year. You know, he's been very generous with his time, and, and, it, and it feels like he, well, he doesn't hold back because we've had some things that have slipped by, words that he's used. Yeah, Paul. You know, we talk about upside for quarterbacks that win a Super Bowl. If Bruce Arians gets a ring, his media career could really – take off because he's obviously a candidate for a media job, but it's, you know, it better than anybody. It's so much easier to get a media job when you got a ring on your finger. Yeah, but he did it before. I don't think Bruce was a great analyst. I think that he's, uh, he's a colorful guy. He'd be better in studio yeah. than calling a game, but you know, he's, he's, he's very funny. Uh, I saw this uh, tweet, great line by Dan Campbell. He just got hired by the lions. And if you're like me, you thought that they had hired Iowa state's head coach, Matt Campbell. Lions new head coach Dan Campbell on how he ended up with a job. I told my agent Rick Smith, uh, make sure they think that I'm Matt Campbell. I think that's uh, how this uh, really worked out for me. He gave him a six-year contract, which I didn't understand. But, hey, the Lions, it felt like made they, – they were trying to correct a problem, and I thought it, they made it more of a problem with now he's there for six years. Like, you better be sure for six years. How about four? Yeah, see. And actually, a six-year contract sounds like something more a college coach would get. Yes. Extended them six years for uh, blah, blah, blah. I was also wondering about this. Like, the Bills may have this golden opportunity here, depending on what happens with Patrick Mahomes. But this weekend, we might look back on this weekend with the Buffalo Bills, let's say five years from now, and talk about that what-if moment or what they did do in Kansas City against the Chiefs, and you get to a Super Bowl. Or if you didn't take advantage of Patrick Mahomes when he wasn't 100%. I go back to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It wasn't that long ago. They're facing the Patriots with a chance to go to the Super Bowl and leading the Patriots. And that seems like such a long time ago. 
the Cleveland Browns, we might look back five years from now. The Browns had a chance against Kansas City. Mahomes is out. You had the entire fourth quarter, and you had your opportunity to knock off the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, maybe this doesn't matter. Maybe it's, you know, or maybe you look at it, if Mahomes is healthy the next five years, you didn't take advantage of the opportunity to beat Patrick Mahomes. And Buffalo has that opportunity. And, you know, go back to the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks had a chance to go to the NBA Finals. They Patrick Ewing. Charles Smith couldn't make a couple of shots. Now, they were tough shots. You know, when you're getting by the Chicago Bulls, ask the Phoenix Suns, ask the Utah Jazz, Seattle Supersonics. You get that opportunity, and you don't know if you'll ever get that opportunity again. Now, Utah got a couple of chances. Seattle got one. Phoenix got one. But... That's, that's what's at stake sometimes. You don't realize in the moment. I always go back to Dan Marino. He went to the Super Bowl in his second year. You thought, Dan Marino. With Don Shula, nobody's betting against these guys. But that's the same way with you know, going against Patrick Mahomes. You, you better take advantage when you can because you may not get that many opportunities there. Uh, Jamie in North Carolina joins us. Good morning, Jamie. What's on your mind? Good uh, morning, guys. Um... The year was 1995. I was 10 years old, and the Panthers started playing football, and that's when I became a fan. Well, thank you, Jamie. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I think I said to Marvin, if (laughs) Jamie calls, put him through, because I want to know how he became a Carolina Panther fan. Now, I feel like I've done a full show. You know, we've heard some people on uh, how they uh, became a fan. Uh, Lubomir from the Ukraine. Lubomir... (laughs) Welcome, welcome to the program. Dan Patrick, when I moved to Syracuse, I had money problems. Luckily, my neighbor was a representative of the Bills Mafia, and I had no choice. I had to become a fan of the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen for MVP. Thank you. All right, Lubomir. Thank you. Uh, you guys wondered when Lubomir called in, is he a Buffalo Bills fan? And if so, how did he become one? I think we really stumbled onto something yeah, we here. we did. Yes. Uh, if, if you just want somebody to listen to you. If you have a bland story of how you became a fan of your favorite team, <laughs> this is the place. Because who is it, Frank in Arizona? Who's a fella that uh, we should credit for? He was so uh, upset that you didn't care. Oh, no, that was, a... uh, was it Derek in Virginia? Uh, I don't know. Derek, yeah. Because I didn't care about the Iowa Hawkeyes. Is that what it was? Or Oh, no, Buffalo Bills, yeah. Okay. Man, we've been all over the place today. Good show, though. This day in sports history, Paulie. Yeah, Fritzy took them all, so I'm down in 1985. Dennis Potvin tied Bobby Orr's record of 270 NHL goals. Back to you. Okay. Feel uh, proud of yourself, Todd? I didn't realize it was such a weak date in the world of history of sports that there was only three things. What did you have? I had... Oh, no. Kobe Bryant related um, for youngest to a certain amount of points. I don't have it in front of me. And I had for 81, I had Jack Nicholas's birthday. He's 81 years old today. All right. Paulie could have had that radio gold. That's radio gold right there. <laughs> At least silver. Uh, let's go around the room what we learned on the program. Todd, what did you learn today? Chris Berman, who used to call you the shot observer, gives the edge right out of both home teams in Sunday's conference title game. Uh, McLevin. I learned how people became fans of their football team. Yeah. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Looking forward to a cheese bath. Yeah, Andrew Brand, if uh, Deshaun Watson or Carson Wentz don't get traded, he gets a cheese bath. Uh, Paulie, what'd you learn? Nobody cares more about Iowa Hawkeye basketball than us. Yep. 
Todd, what did I learn on today's award-nominated program? If offered an opportunity to tag along on an SI swimsuit shoot, I'm thinking one would graciously accept that invitation. The supplement I take every day is M-Drive. Powerful ingredients backed by science help you get energized, stronger, leaner. Go to mdrivedan.com today. Get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refine your prime with M-Drive. What were the final results of the poll question, McLevin? Where should Deshaun wave his no-trade clause for San Francisco? Hmm. Thanks for joining us. Our pleasure to serve you. The new Chargers head coach joins us on the program tomorrow. Talk to you then. One more item as we close out the show. The Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Square Sweepstakes is back. What could you do with $50,000? This year you could find out because Rocket Mortgage is hosting the largest official game of Super Bowl Squares ever with millions of dollars in prizes. And you can enter for free for a chance to win that $50,000 Every time the score changes. Plus, two lucky players are going to win a half million dollars they could use towards a dream home. Touchdowns, field goals, extra points. Every scoring play pays. Rocket Mortgage will be announcing winners live on their channels during the game. You can follow along on February 7th to see if you're a winner. And it's free to enter. It's easy to play. See rules. Enter now at rocketmortgagesquares.com. Rocketmortgagesquares.com. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. states and D.C. who are the age of majority. Ends February 4th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Equal housing lender. Licensed all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Good luck. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 